0: Um, Umkhet Industries proudly presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, a pendant production. In the summer of 1947, a clandestine squadron of P-47 Thunderbolts battled the forces of evil in the skies over America. This squadron was known as Brassy Battalion, and this is their story. Tonight's episode, The Dauntlessness of Joey Scalzetti. When we last left our hero, Dixie Stenberg, she had acquired a special set of goggles from one Archibald Withersby. These goggles let her see what was hitherto unseen, and the hunt for the beast was on. Determined to apprehend the elusive monstrosity before the forces of SCAR could have their way with it, Brassy Battalion spent more than a year chasing the evanescent behemoth, fighting in skirmish after skirmish with the nefarious Zeta Squad. Let's listen in as Dixie and the Battalion slip into the skies over New York City on another such pursuit, but this mission is not going to go as planned.
1: Report in. I'm here, honey. Present and accounted for. Back home
2: again. The city, she is
1: huge.
2: Ready and raring
3: to go. You see anything, Miss
0: Dixie? Dixie's sparkling blues peered out from behind her special goggles, scanning the famous skyline for any signs of the beast's rocket.
1: Negative.
2: It's okay. I see something better. Eh? Girkin. I see him too. Bearing down on us at three o'clock.
0: And there, like a cloud of death pouring between the tall, proud skyscrapers of New York City, five ebony fighters bared their teeth, led by the Auburn Fock Wolf 190 of one Reginald Billingsley.
3: Set your sights on the battalion, but lay off the Amber Avenger. The others are yours, but Dixie Stenberg is mine.
4: They're coming right for us.
3: We've handled them before, and we'll handle them again. We've got to be careful. The civilians in all these buildings, Any errant shots could wound
5: innocents.
1: Tommy's right. Hold your fire while in the city proper. Try to draw them away from their population center before engaging them directly.
5: Shouldn't be too hard to get boys to chase me.
1: Archie said there were eyewitness reports matching the Beast's rocket ship. I know I can find it. I just need time.
2: Piece of cake, Tootsie. I grew up on these streets. I know them like my own ma.
1: Okay, Joey, you're with me. The rest of you, buy us some time.
2: You shall have it, comrade.
1: Corny, you lead the wing and pull them out of this city.
3: As good as done, my dear.
1: And if you get the opportunity, take them down if you can.
3: Believe me, it'll be our pleasure.
0: Break on my mark. Dixie paused, letting Zeta Squad get closer. Hold. And closer. Hold. And closer still.
1: Now!
2: They've broken formation Hills are hunger after them.
1: They run like cowards.
5: And we shall cut them down like things which are too tall. And be trimming and so you cut them.
3: If Falkenstein break off and circle back to cut off their retreat.
5: I'm coming for
4: you, puppet. I like puppets.
3: And Dixie, who is that? Joseph again. this situation is familiar, and I've a score to settle.
0: Billingsley dozed straight at our brave heroes and spewed hot lead like a volcano of
1: death. Cripes in a sack!
2: I'm the only one that has to
1: worry. My plane ain't bulletproof. One of those stray bullets is gonna hit someone it's got no business hitting.
2: But we gotta make sure that don't happen.
1: I'm the one he wants, Joey.
2: I ain't running.
1: I don't want you to get hurt.
2: This is my fight, too. We're a team, Dix.
1: Close your throttle, Joey.
2: I ain't leaving you.
1: I don't want you to leave, you stupid mook! If you slow up, Bill will stay on me and you can tear him up as soon as he's in your sights.
2: Nah, jerky. Will do.
0: As Joseph slowed his thunderbolt... Bessie! uh, Of course! As Joseph slowed his thunderbolt, Bessie, Billingsley did indeed stay on Dixie's tail. (laughs) Joseph knew that his guns were of no use against the ebony plating of
2: Billingsley's Fog Wolf 190 and their quarters were too close for missiles. If I missed him, I'd take out one of the skyscrapers and if I hit him, the explosion would take out Dixie. Quite right. And so Joseph's mind raced back a few years to the last
0: time he was in this situation and he figured, If it ain't broke, break it. And now it was Joseph Houdot intending to collide with Billingsley's plane from above and drive him downward. <laughs> perhaps you didn't hear me, chum, but I said Joseph was driving you downward. I
3: heard, you mental defective, but perhaps I know something that you do not know.
2: And what might that be, you useless jerk?
3: Reginald Billingsley learns from his mistakes.
0: And, dear listeners, that's when Billingsley drew his P08 Parabellum pistol, known to our boys on the line as the fearsome German Luger, aimed it upward through his canopy, and fired. The bullet cracked up through Billingsley's canopy and directly into Joseph's fuel tank. As gasoline scattered into the sky over downtown New York, it coated both Billingsley's and Joseph's planes. And being that they were in flying contraptions that used controlled explosions to power their engines, there was only one way this could end.
2: This wasn't at all what I had planned.
0: A word from our sponsor, the Acuminious Umket Industries. It'll wow us with the astonishing acumen, no doubt.
3: No doubt, something is very sharp indeed in this studio today.
5: Oh! Is it me?
3: Is it me? No! It's the amazing Noel.
1: He's,
4: He's amazing.
5: amazing! He's a star! Not a charlatan, not confounding, the amazing Noel!
0: <gasps> the amazing Noel?
4: Famed mentalist and futuristic predictor extraordinaire? The one and same. And, as always, by his side, Miss Fortune
3: Divine!
5: The amazing Noel and Miss Fortune Divine, together at last and for all time! Bah, howdy,
3: it's a regular hootin' in it! Of course it's a regular hoot nanny what sort of irregular hoot nanny havers do you take us for
4: I don't like the cut of his jib
3: my jib AYE, my good man your jib is bestubbled and most unsavory in appearance!
5: If, if your gym gym is sightly and completely unprofessional, unprofessional, here's the amazing knoll will take you to your confessional! <laughs>
3: <laughs> my face is so stubbly! No blade gets close enough to make it through the day clean shaven! Whatever can he do? Tell me, my good man! Might you have any Umket
0: Frothy handy? You mean that fine product whose slogan says, There's two bucks cash that says Umket Frothy wins you in a flash? The very same!
4: I still have my two authentic robot dollars. Do you? Uh,
0: hello? The what
3: is incalculable a collection of cobalt? Now! The
0: Umcat frothy, if you please. Of course, I believe we happen to have some handy, just under the desk.
3: Here we are. How fortuitous! Almost like we planned it. Um, the amazing Noel knows what a fine product Umcat frothy is, and was sure good patriotic gentlemen such as yourselves would have a canister handy.
4: Noel is the best.
3: It's true. I am. Now, sir, please apply the froth to that heinous five o'clock shadow of yours. Alrighty. Now what? Now you shave off those unsightly bristles with this. Ah, What what is that? The Oomka Sharp Stick injector
4: it's sharp and it's on a stick and it's got an injector to keep your face like it's the very latest in umke slicing and dicing technology
3: no other safety razor you will ever use can compare with an umke sharp stick injector you know it's the injector portion that give him a paw
4: oh and pause, you should to stare at this marvel of modern technology. It's
3: a marvel? It's the Marvelest. It's the only razor with an automatic blade changer. And it gives you a shave so swift, so smooth, so easy, you hardly know you've got whiskers.
4: Just slice them right off. <sighs> It's, it's the marvel of modern, modern technology. technology. Shaves off your hair and house fight
5: biology. It is the latest tool of dermatology.
4: Get your Minka mm, Sharp stick injector razor tomorrow. And discover for yourself the convenience of its automatic blade changer.
3: It changes blades when you need new blades. Like a machine gun! Like a what? Fast as this! Listen! hear those glorious clicks a simple push pull twist shove pull pull push heave thrust pull push in
4: that exact order
3: and you're ready to shave no blades to unwrap no cut fingers the blade automatically
4: locks in the correct shaving position. Moreover, the patented guard bar holds each hair erect. This means the Umke Sharp
3: Stick Injector cuts with maximum closeness.
4: You know it's good, because it's the maximum.
3: And how? Umke Sharp Stick Injector blades are double thick, Hollow ground, honed to superlative genius! I don't even know what you just said.
4: Brush up on your smarts, chum. The amazing null doesn't cater to the lowest common denominator.
3: It's true! I do not. And for the cleanest, closest, smoothest shave you've ever known, get an umki shop stick injector razor at your dealer's tomorrow!
4: And while you're there. You can pick up the PERFECT companion piece to the mmmka-sharp stick-injector razor, a fresh can of M. Ket frothy! And,
0: Miss
3: Fortune Divine knows quite a bit about perfection in companion pieces! Oh! <laughs> Gosh! So, my good man, give it a try! Well, you see, the thing is... Yes? I'm not quite convinced anything compared to a machine gun is what I want right near my face! I'm on the radio, you know. My face is my livelihood. Not to worry, chum. Miss Fortune Divine is all too happy to demonstrate its superlative genius. Yes, see how she applies at that frothy so it coats the entire surface area of her shapely leg. Oh,
0: yes.
4: I see. Well, you have to make sure you get it all over.
0: Yes. Just like that.
4: Just like that. And now, an mk-sharp stick, if you please.
3: Uh, uh, b- but of course.
0: Mmm.
4: Feels smooth and fine.
0: Smooth and fine.
4: But perhaps. I should change the blade. Lucky me, the sharp stick injector comes with an automatic blade changer. Now, how did that go again? Oh, I remember. A simple push, pull, twist, shove, pull, pull, push, thrust, heave, pull, push.
3: Heave before thrust, not after.
5: <gasps> what have I
4: done?
3: Sure, you remember the proper order in which to activate the automatic blade changer. The Umke Shop Stick Injector Razor does not cater to the lowest common denominator either. And if you want your faces to be as smooth as Miss Fortune's legs, the Umke Shop Stick Injector Razor is the one that shall improve the cut of your jib.
0: Extraordinary. Give us one more prediction. I'm getting something! Yes? Yes!
3: I regret to predict an invasion of flying cockroaches on the west coast.
0: That's amazing, Noel!
3: I know!
0: We now return our program as two flaming aerial fireballs careen through New York City.
2: Just keep your wits about you. You're the skull. There's always a way. Excuse me, I was screaming in panic here. Sorry. Ah!
0: As Joseph fought to stay alive, what about me? As Joseph fought to stay alive, his life flashed before his eyes. And so it is, dear listeners, that through the magic of radio and the theater of the mind, that we are able to travel back with Joseph as he remembers a key moment from his formative years. They can do that now. The wonders of modern technology. Let's listen in as Joseph remembers. Joseph grew up on the mean streets of the Bronx, surrounded by mafiosos and speakeasies. It was a hard life, but he kept himself on the straight and narrow thanks to the ever watchful eye of his mother. As Joseph prepares to leave for school on this fateful day, Mrs. Scalzetti cooks
2: up something scrumptious in the kitchen. She's always cooking. Sometimes I think she even cooks in her sleep.
5: Now, Joseph, you remember what I told you. Keep away from those no good nicks. I don't want you ending up running moonshine or getting involved in organized crime. Yeah, yeah, Ma, I know. Now you don't know. We have worked too hard. Your father worked himself to death providing for us and for what? Not so my only boy can get caught up with those layabouts and become a hooligan.
2: I know, I know. I'll come home right after school.
5: You will do no such thing. You'll go straight to ballet. Ma. Right from school and I don't want to hear another word about it. Ma. Because it keeps you out of trouble and you graduate the month and I won't have you jeopardizing that. Oh my word, you need to be strong and healthy and fit and fine to give me grandchildren someday. Ma, eesh, I got it. Now give your mother a kiss. Smoochies!
2: Smoochies.
5: Good boy, now don't forget your lunch.
2: Cucumber sandwiches again?
5: You know we can't afford fancy things like zucchini.
2: Ah, gherkin. High school passed for Joseph
0: as it did for most strapping, red-blooded American boys his age. There
2: was the posturing. You kidding? I could take that guy with one arm tied behind my back. And the posturing. You kidding? Of course I aced that exam. It ain't nothing I couldn't handle. And the posturing. Hey, toots. Ever seen a bicep this beautiful? But for Joseph Scalzetti, it went deeper
0: than it did for other fine, upstanding boys his age. For though he
2: talked a big game, he was, ultimately, alone. Nah, I got friends. You know, me and Bobby Sakamano and Artibuko, we play stickball every day after school. One of these days, I'm going to play for the Dodgers. You needn't posture for us, Joseph. Nah, it ain't like that. Bobby and Artie, they... they... they're in my ballet class. But don't tell none of the guys at school.
0: I wouldn't dream of it. For, you see, dear listeners, Joseph's neighborhood was
2: indeed not as ideal as Mrs. Scalzetti would have liked. It's just tough, you know? All the guys at school are in gangs and all hang together. I gotta keep up appearances so they don't make me or my mother their next mark. It was a noble, if lonely, existence.
0: But appearances weren't all he kept, for Joseph was a man of his word
2: and made it to every ballet practice as promised. Don't tell none of the school guys, but I kinda like it. How do you think I got these awesome biceps? And you should see my legs sometime. I'm sure they're spectacular. But this memory is not
0: about your legs, Joseph. It's about your heart. Go figure. Joseph may have been one of only three male students in his ballet class, but he was certainly the most adept
2: and skilled. And that made me a hit. Ain't none of the dopes from school got to have their hands all over the ladies like me. Not that I did anything sleazy, of course. I kept my hands where they belonged. I just meant for dancing. Of course. And the class was taught by one Mr. Leone. One of the finest men I ever known. He was kind of like a father to me, for those four years I spent in his class. He's a good boy and does his mama proud. But it is my sad duty
0: to remind you that, in this day and age, such a profession is unfortunately looked down upon by men as something to ridicule and deride. It's sad the way so many don't appreciate the arts. Quite right, Mr. Leone. And this day, as Joseph left class and bid adieu to his lovely fellow dancers, it so happened that he saw some thugs roughing up Bob, Artie, and their kind-hearted teacher. Those blockheads! Some of Joey's schoolmates, curious about his purported stickball prowess, had followed him from school and learned the truth of Joseph's afternoon activities. They took it upon themselves to make others feel small in an attempt to make their own shallow souls feel big.
2: Why are you on? A- hey, you guys, leave me alone! Oof. Oh. Joseph
0: was sorely outmatched and given a good beating, and he quickly escaped the scene. They promised to tell the entire school of Joseph's true activities and threatened to return the next day, more prepared to teach the sissies a lesson. There are all kinds of people in this world, son, and sadly that includes those small of mind and small of heart. Joseph knew this as well. But he did not return home that evening.
5: My little Joseph, my boy, where is my boy?
0: I
2: was confused and
0: scared. Never give up, son. There's always a way. I needed to think. And think he did. For the next day, Joey was also not present at school, and the call from the truant officer sent his mother further into a tizzy.
5: Oh, my dear Joseph, you stay away from those no-goodniks. Listen to your mother!
0: But Joseph had made his decision, and he knew what he had to do. And so it was that he also missed ballet class for the first time in four years. I thought you were stronger than that, son. I know you are. Don't let the dastardly win.
5: Hooligan! Hooligan! My boy's becoming a hooligan!
0: But in truth, Joseph was not so very far away. For across from the ballet studio, in a dark and shadowy alleyway, he sat watching the door as class let out for the afternoon. Kids, have a nice night now. I'll see you again tomorrow. Right on cue, Mr. Leone locked up. And right on cue, the thugs showed up to harass him, this time brandishing knives, chains, and tire irons right in front of the entire class. And that is exactly when Joseph had seen all he needed
2: to see. Hey, you mooks. Get out of here. Go on, get. Don't make me teach you a lesson! I knew you hadn't given up on us! (laughs) The threat was empty, and all parties knew it. I'm telling you, I got connections. You feel me? With the Teshios. Joseph, say it ain't so. Oh, it's so. The Teshios were the most
0: notorious crime family in the neighborhood, and so this gave the street toughs pause. The mere mention of the Teshios was enough to send even the most hardened delinquent running. But believing this another in a long line of lies, the boys stepped ever closer, brandishing their weapons in menacing fashion. Joseph stood his ground, putting himself between his teacher and the encroaching thuggery. Don't do it, Joseph. Save yourself. But our Joseph had an ace, or should I say, a skull, up his sleeve. Quickly, Joseph rolled up the sleeve on his left arm to reveal... A still-healing, reddened bicep where a macabre skull tattoo, the symbol of the Teshio family, which glared out with sightless eyes at the now motionless throng. You know how I got this? Connections. That was more than the thugs needed. They dropped their weapons on the spot and bid a hasty retreat. Joseph's ruse had proved successful, and he was left with a very physical reminder of his
2: actions. You joined up with the Mafia? No I didn't. I wouldn't. But then, the tattoo? Where do you think I've been all night? Took me forever to find a place that would do it. Ain't nobody gives that tattoo around here without that approval. They could get into a lot of trouble. So who gave it to you? I swore I'd never tell. They did a favor for me. The least I can do is protect their identity in return. I'm a man of my word. You fooled those thugs and you saved us. I just didn't want no one to get hurt. You have a noble heart, son. And though it be ghoulish in appearance, let that
0: tattoo serve as a permanent reminder of your selflessness and courage, and that you should never give up. There's always a way. And so it was that those words echoed in Joey's ears as his blazing thunderbolt fell toward the ground. Not in the city. Too many people.
1: Joey, get out of there. Fail out now.
0: Joey struggled with his controls, trying to keep the plane in the air just long enough. Gotta make it
2: out past the harbor, away from the boats.
5: Bail, bail, bail!
2: I'm out of here.
0: And so the plane sailed right over the small fishing boats and crashed down into the harbor. This production has starred Renee Christine Jones as Dixie Stenberg.
1: Joey. Did he make it out? Did anyone see?
2: Mark Zerakor as Frank McGuff. I couldn't see what you wanted me to see because I'm in California and
0: can't see. Steve Anderson as Reginald Billingsley.
3: What about me? Isn't anyone concerned? Anyone at all?
0: Jeremiah McCoy as Archibald Withersby.
2: I'll get on the horn with Army Central Command and see what we might ascertain.
0: Pete Mylin as Freidenberg. I don't like all of these missions of battalion has so very far away from us. I don't like knowing we cannot help them in their hour of need.
3: Wine, wine, wine!
0: Who's going to help me? Scott Vinicomb as Cornelius Robert Sims Pearson. Don't even think of looking at me,
5: son. I'd shoot you as soon as help you.
0: Anthony Piselli as Joey Scalzetti. I'm sure I'm fine.
5: The
2: heck, you say? There's always a way. Clever of you to develop that saying now after all these years, and
3: yet you claim to have learned it as a teen.
2: I was saving it for my special Flashyback episode.
3: Convenient.
2: Yeah, ain't it though? Chris Britton
0: as Thomas Galen. Do you think we'll all get Flashy Becky episodes?
1: Hmm. I think it only stands to reason.
3: Oh, good. More sappy stories from the formative years of the Battalion members. Just what I hear none of the audience
0: clamoring for. Perry Whittle as Benedict Arochenko. So
2: then, if there were to be a Flashy Becky episode for you, you would not be interested, ah? For... for me?
0: Alicia Lane Matheson as Lily LaRue.
5: Well, you are the most unlikable, dastardly person in the entire show. Oh,
0: go on, you flatter me. Michael Moss as Mrs. Scalzetti.
5: My boy, my boy, somebody tell me he's okay. My grandchildren Ma. can't grow Ma. up without their father. Ma!
2: I'm gonna be fine, don't you worry.
5: Uh, are you sure?
2: I always keep my word. Scott Walker as
0: Mr. Leone. He does, he's such a good man. Catherine Pride as Rennie.
4: Enough of these kudos! They make me sick! Back to these flashy baggy episodes. If Billingsley gets one, I should
5: get one. (laughs) I am the head of Scar!
0: Justin Dobby as Volker. And your story is inexorably intertwined with my own. Why, I dare say a Vrenny without a vulgar is no Vrenny at all. Keep
2: it up, Soupy,
4: and we'll all find out what a Vulkerless Vrenny is like sooner than you think! Eep.
0: Mike Winters as Red of Pelzer. Is someone getting killed? Can I do it? Please let me do it! Ara Pelodi as Ursula Unger.
5: Oh, you're so cute when you want to inflict violence. Would you name him first?
0: Oh, I love it when you talk torture! David Alexander MacDonald as Walter Falkenstein
2: I like torture.
3: Wait a minute. No, I don't. Torture is the most serious violation of a person's fundamental right to impersonal integrity and a pathological form of human interaction.
4: Those moments of lucidity
0: His aversion to torture frightens me. What
5: kind of Nazi is that?
0: MCRO Garcia as Neb.
4: Who cares about Nazis? Right now, all I care about is revenge.
0: Kristen Bayes as the Umket tripped
5: All Nazis are evil. We hate you. I kinda like (gasps) Walther.
0: Bill Young as the amazing Noel.
3: Hunter, this, my friends. Is a lovable Nazi truly
0: a Nazi at all? M. Sierra Garcia as Misfortune Divine.
4: What a great question!
0: Of course it is! I asked it! Brian Pickens as Robot 153.
5: My highly educated and very smart robotic brain could answer that question for you. But I would have to charge you two robot dollars for that service.
0: Amanda Fitzwater as Nebulon 2000.
3: That means the worth of your question.
5: Answering services is incalculable.
0: You are really adamant
5: about the value of robot dollars even the smallest fragment of a single robot dollar is worth more than all human money combined by mere virtue of it being a robot dollar
0: and jeffrey bridges as the commercial announcer
5: why do you dislike us so much quiet you slithery skin sack go
3: share off the cylindrical filaments growing from your abdominal
0: epidermis this is Stay tuned next time as the chase is on, only at PendantAudio.com. You've been listening to a Pendant production of the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, brought to you tonight by the Oomka Sharp Stick Injector Razor. And remember...
3: It changes blades when you need new blades.
4: Like a machine gun! A simple push, pull, shove, twist, pull, push, heave, thrust, pull, push. Oh no!
0: What?
4: I put the heave before the thrust.
3: But the shove comes after the
5: twist. Oh, fiddlesticks!
0: <coughs> Stay safe
5: from America, <laughs> and <coughs> good night. Oh, my stars and goddess! you need to be strong and healthy and fit and fine to give me children, grandchildren someday or some damn thing. Maybe a melon or a quince or something.
3: This production was written by Jeffrey Bridges and directed by Seth Adam Scherr, assistant director Jim Hamilton. Umkit Industries presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, created by Jeffrey Bridges, copyright 2009, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit
2: PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.
5: Actually, I'd rather have a pomelo.